What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Brooke. Welcome back to, I believe, the 17th edition of the Dodgers Nation Roundtable. It's something along those Numbers lines. Numbers have no meaning. Number 17. We do this every week. You guys tune in. You already know who these guys are, but I'll introduce them anyway. On my very, very far right, co-host of the Blue Heaven Podcast, Clint Pacias. Catch us on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. Generally speaking, that changes a lot. You can go to youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. We'll be there. Doug will be there. He's not here now, but he will be there. Plus, on my right, Mr. Eric Ulo at E-E-U-L-A-U on Twitter, because we got to get that follow count way, way up there for him. But guys, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, including Craig Crumble, because that's the... (laughs) That's just what we're going to be talking about right now. We got to talk about what that means for the postseason. We also got to talk about the current state of position players because it seems like there's way too many of them. And we're going to talk about who sticks around because I'm really interested to see who you guys think sticks around come playoff time. And speaking of playoff time, we'll talk rotation because a lot of things have happened this week with the loss of Walker Buehler, plus a bonus segment pulling from the Blue Heaven podcast deck of cards. We'll play let him play or DFA. That's always a lot of fun because things go real bad after we do that. But... As of this recording, guys, Craig Kimbrell, he blew another save last night in Milwaukee. As of this recording, wasn't good. Four times this year, he's entered a one-run game. Four times they have lost that lead. And that is not good for the guy that uh, closes your ball games for you. Carries a 4.57 ERA. Does have a pretty pristine FIP. Not a great ex-FIP. Not good at all. It's rough. That's the best way to put it. It's rough. So I want to get into this real quick. If Craig Kimbrell remains the Dodgers closer through the entirety of the postseason, Start to end, whatever that might be. What are the percent chances you're giving this team of taking home a title at the end of the year? We're going to start with you, Clint. Oh, man. If, if Crumble is your, your, uh, your go-to closer through the postseason, through the World Series, they can't win it. They're not going to get out of the second round of the postseason. I, I, you can't, we saw the struggles with Kenley in the past. You saw Dave move off of him uh, when they actually won a World Series in 2020. <sighs> Very low, 15% chance. I'm going to be nice. 15% chance they could win it with Craig Crumble. I like that number because it's just very random. 15% chance. Eric, do you have any qualms with that? Do you have any arguments against that? Do you have anything nice to say about this young man? (laughs) What I'll say about Craig Kimbrell is he's like a 7-Eleven. He never closes, ever. So I I give it at 15.1% just because I'm slightly more optimistic than Clint. But they're they're not going to win the postseason with Craig Crumble. Craig Kimbrell, but I don't think he's going to be the closer for October. We've been down this path. We've been down this path with Kenley. You alluded to it. They're going to mix and match in October. You're going to get Blake Trinan back. You're going to have Bruce Dorgratterall in there. You have Evan Phillips. You have Yancy Almonte. I think they're going to go with a mix and match approach come playoff time. And Craig Kimbrell, like you said, Brooke, on Monday, he could be pitching in the seventh inning come October. Plus, hey, hey, just to throw a couple more names out there, we're seeing David Price shove since we wrote him off in uh, in tend to do that, yeah. early June. And and also, I mean, unscored upon all season long, Caleb Ferguson. I don't care who gets the outs in the ninth. I just want somebody to get in to get in there and get three outs. It's not Craig Kimbrell. Let's say they do go with a designated guy for the postseason this year to close out games. And you're going to say it's not Craig Kimbrell, so we'll go with that vein of thought. Who's your guy? Is it truly Blake Trinan? Because at this point, we don't even know how healthy he is. I mean... You could go to Trinan just because you got Evan Phillips, who has been this year's Blake Trinan. He's been that fireman guy that you could throw in in just about any situation, and he goes out there and absolutely shoves. Really, really, you guys need to pay attention to what Evan Phillips is doing. Um, so to to force him into that closer's role, you're, you're, you're hurting yourself. You're hamstringing yourself. So Trinan comes back. He uh, He's done it. He has the experience, the veteran presence of being a closer in the past. 
I think it makes sense. Uh, he's not my go-to, but I mean, there aren't many better options provided he's healthy. I could do an entire Blue Heaven podcast on Evan Phillips, to be honest with you. That man is is uh, a goat of the season, underrated MVP. Uh, Eric, anybody in particular other than Blake Trinan who you think could close games come playoff time? Evan Phillips. I mean, the guy's like a Phillips screwdriver, man. That guy just locks it down when he needs to. I truly think they're going to mix and match. I think the, the one word you hear more than totality from this Dodgers front <laughs> office is optionality. And yep. I think they're going to have plenty of options to close. I don't think they're going to have a clubhouse meeting and have this big ceremony. And Evan Phillips, you're the closer now for October. I just don't see them doing that. I see them playing the numbers, playing the percentages, as our friends Mr. Burns would say. They're not going to have a designated closer for October. Speaking of October, we got to start thinking about what that's going to look like in a lot of different facets, so we'll talk about that. But Edwin Rios is the latest guy to get the boot from the active 26-man roster. There's a roster crunch. We all kind of knew it was coming. We all knew it was going to be a little bit tough for dudes to get some at-bats, especially guys that they need to have at-bats. With that in mind, the postseason's coming up really, really quickly. I want your boldest take. Who's one guy from the current crop of position players that does not make it onto this October roster? Eric, please blow us out of the water with this one. Man, I was hoping you'd go with Clint first. That's I right. really, yeah, I really, thank you. I, God, I, I wasn't listening. To I, you I really, that. really was. Man, that is <laughs> that is so tough. I'll blow you out of the water with this, and I hate to say this, and a lot of people are going to be really upset. I bet you Justin Turner's on the IL come October. I just oh. the soft the, the annual soft tissue injury has not come yet. He's had that hamstring issue that kept him out of the final two games of the NLCS last year. I never hope for injury. I love Justin Turner, but I think that injury is coming and that could end up being the answer for maybe someone doesn't get booted out, but you have a key player like a Justin Turner landing on the IL. Do you have an alternative to that? <sighs> I think they're doing a good job of protecting JT. So I I He's barely playing third these days with that in mind. I don't think they change anything. If anything, the only person who should not be on the roster, Cody Bellinger. But you need him as a defensive replacement. But at, at this point, we really, and this is probably getting ahead, you got to be looking at Trace Thompson and what this kid is doing. Um, he's a quality defensive center fielder, and, and he's got his head on straight. So there, there's your bold take. If, if they can find a way to survive without Cody Bellinger's gold glove defense in center field, it could be him. But I don't think the roster, uh, the bench that is out there right now is the bench that they're going to have come October. So you heard it here first. Clint says that uh, Cody Bellinger is not going to be on the roster come October. That's what I'm taking from this. That's <laughs> and, what I'm and, non-tendered. <laughs> that, and non-tendered. And oh. non-tendered next year, too. That's what I'm taking away from it. If you're going to give me, I'm going to take my take on this one because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, eat crow, whatever they call it. I got egg on my face. I don't know what the words are when yeah, you say this yeah. sort of thing. Hans or Alberto, there's a good chance that he's not on this playoff roster the way things have gone. Joey Gallo has obviously come in, made a name for himself, made a presence. That makes it so that he's not going anywhere. I think Edwin Rios will sneak his way back onto this roster just because of the bat that he offers to this team, especially coming off the bench. Hanser Alberto has not been the guy that they were hoping he was going to be. He's fun. He changes up the dynamic. He, uh, you know, he does all of those things. They're going to find a way to somehow keep him in the, into the dugout during postseason, yeah. thinking probably like an <laughs> IL stint or something of that nature. But I just don't see a way that he makes it through the way he's been hitting, how inconsistent that he's been. He I mean, offers positional versatility, but not he, that much yeah, either. He's the best infield defender you have, and he's been a lot better in the second half. Not great. So he's not like 150 cool. this month. Well, <laughs> I would argue Freddie Freeman's the best uh, defensive infielder they have. I would argue Austin Barnes is the best defensive infielder that they have. He could play second base, guys. Did you know that? 
Yeah, we need somebody who can play third. <laughs> and I don't trust CT3 at 3B. Sticking on the same vein as uh, postseason rosters and what that's going to look like. Obviously, we just lost Walker Bueller for the season. And uh, it we. didn't mean that much in terms of the regular season. It, no one was really saying, like, we need him for the final stretch. We're going to need to get through September uh, with that guy. He also wasn't doing that great as it was. But as we all know, he's a playoff workhorse. He's a big game guy. That's just what he's come to be known as over the course of his Dodger career and his uh, four seasons in the playoffs. Now that he's gone, though, and we don't have him for this year, we hope that we have him for some part of next year, assuming the best, and that's assuming health of everybody that we expect to come back, everybody that we're expecting to work their way back into things. That would include like a Clayton Kershaw. That would include a Dustin May who starts on Saturday. Assuming the best, what's your ideal rotation look like start to finish, Clint? It's going to be Tony Gonsolin. It's going to be Clayton Kershaw. It's going to be Julio Urias. And then it's going to be Tyler Anderson. And you're going to have Dustin May in an incredible swing role. And there's your rotation to win it all. That wins it all, huh? Yeah, because why not? That's like number one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. Eric, mm-hmm. any different? Uh, yeah, a little bit different. I think you're going to go Julio no. game one. I think you're going to go Clayton Kershaw game two. Mm-hmm. I think you're going Tony Gonsolin game three. And I think you're going to, at least for the first series, I think you're going to see Dustin May in a starting role. And they're going to see how that goes. And I think you're going to see Tyler Anderson kind of in that impact swing role but i would not be surprised at all hedge here if dustin may ends up moving into a a super swing role playing that kind of andrew miller role we saw for the indians when they were absolutely rolling and he was lights out so i think he has all the stuff to to do that role and once again they have some great optionality optionality they always have the optionality i'm gonna change it up a little bit on you guys because i'm gonna get a little spicy here with it combio I'm not, oh, not, I, I, not I, an actual I, combo. I know where he's going. But I'm definitely going game one is a Julio. I just don't think there's anything different than from that. It's going to be game one Julio. Game two is going to be a Clayton Kershaw piggybacked with a Dustin May start because you take, talk Ooh. about arm angles, you talk about velocity changes, you talk about stuff and mix that they have. Those two, that's a tough back-to-back. And that's a whole game. That's a whole game that you got there. Um, beyond that, you could go with the Tyler Anderson-Tony Gonsolin combination one way or the other. But I think Andrew Heaney makes his way onto this starting pitching staff for the postseason. And that's, of course, assuming health. But the guy, the stuff that the guy has shown and what he has and the fact that his arm is relatively fresh compared to the number of innings on it for the year doesn't necessarily dwarf Tony Gonsolin in that sense, but definitely makes it so that he's a guy that you have to consider on this postseason playoff rotation. And they will. They absolutely will. And I don't know what that means for Tyler Anderson. It might mean that he's pushed off to the bullpen as a long relief guy. It might mean that he's piggybacking Tony Gonsolin starts because, again, Tony Gonsolin's got that big old inning build up, and it's starting to show for sure. I think uh, this week will go a long way in showing that. September will go a long way in showing what he's made of, so we'll see. You know, the the change from two days ago when we – you guys were giving Tyler Anderson two-year deals to stay in the rotation, and now you're giving him the boot. Hey, two-year two year deals two year have nothing deal to do with postseason. It was a two-year deal to the Giants, I, I will add. He deserves his money. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. He absolutely deserves his come from money. LA, hey, I mean, anyway. ducks can float in any water. So wherever you it's put Tyler Anderson. It is not a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> Look it up on MLB.com. His nickname is Mr. Duck. Shout out to the Ducks. MLB.com doesn't count as a place. Uh, the Minotaur. That's on Baseball Reference. <laughs> Claw. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. 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 
All right, guys, before we wrap up, taking a page again out of the Blue Evan podcast, which you can tune into every Monday night at, Dodger, at uh, YouTube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV every Monday night until we don't do it on Monday nights. So be tuned for that. We're going to play a round of Let Him Play or DFA late season edition. I like it. I like the setup that I have for this. I like the guys that I have for this. Like I want to hear question. the arguments because it's not it's not a case of like who you want to play versus who you want to DFA. And it's not even necessarily a DFA. It's a DFA or option, whatever it might be. Yeah. But at this point in the year, you got to consider of these guys that I'm going to ask you about who realistically makes it through without getting a DFA or being optioned down. All right. All right. And if it is a DFA or an option, I'd like to know the difference. Not like on the roster. Okay? Number one, we're going to start with the pride of Ventura. Jeez. One Philium Bickford. Mm. Clint, let him play or DFA? Yeah, that's going to be a DFA. Like a that real gonna, DFA. That's going to be a DFA. Uh, sorry, you're losing your in-house DJ boys because he's probably not a guy you really need to turn to or want to turn to uh, in, a, in a tight series in October. That's uh, Dustin May's. Uh, yeah. Spot on the roster. Uh, Reyes Morantz is probably Dustin May's spot on the you roster. Gotta, you but, got a uh, couple of spots because you also got to have a Blake Trinan. Trinan spot yeah, on the exactly. roster for sure. I'm going to assume you're going to give your boy a DFA. I think he's going to get optioned. I think he's going to be a long. He's going to be a long way from Ventura. Ventura. Sure. He's going to be in Oklahoma City, and he's just going to have to get used to it. <sighs> not good surfing out there. Yeah, not a whole lot of, not a whole lot of tasty I waves. Mean, out if we're there. being fair, he's going to be on the freaking taxi squad. But it doesn't sound as good. I think, I think he gets DFA'd. I think he like legit. How much is that DFA'd. taxi from OKC to LA? It's got to be pretty expensive. Yeah, Uber's out of control. Right, I'm gonna man. ask Judd Hirsch. That's a deep pull. Yeah, I'm out on that one. Hey, shout out everybody! You love Taxi, right? 1970s uh, sitcom. Be realistic Not the Jimmy about Fallon movie with uh, Queen Latifah. <laughs> be Great realistic flick. about this one. Be very realistic. <laughs> think through every part of this. Think through who needs to be added to the roster. Think the, like what uh-huh. pieces that we need. Think what starting think, pieces sir. are going to be pushed to the bullpen. David Price, is he make it through to the end of the season on this roster? I think at this point he does. If you're asking me, I think he does. I think he's earned it. With uh, the dude is absolutely shoving here over the last two two and a half months. He's a legitimate option. He's somebody that should keep a roster spot over Craig Crumble at this point. He stays. David Price should be on the roster over play. Craig Crumble. Times they are Crumble. That's, that's my fault because I screwed it up yeah. and I put my mess up in your head. No, Cardiac Kimbrel. David Price, Eric. I'm going to go with the Colin Coward off the wall analogy here. David Price and the Dodgers is like a 65-year-old marriage that's unhappy, but at this point you're going to die in a couple years and you made it this long, so like why opt out now? <laughs> like they've made it this far with David Price, so like why cut the cord now? And, and to Clint's point, like the numbers are there, the performance has been there. I think David Price stays. I think he has a little bit of a late season meltdown and they decide to that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go model. with the guys we're gonna go, we're gonna go with the guys who are gonna get us there, and he's not one of the guys that is gonna uh, gonna get us there. But how much does Dave love veteran presence? He loves somebody who's been there and Dave, done it before. He, he has proven time and time again Robert, over the past I mean, couple of seasons that he is willing to let go of the emotional side of things in order to that's sacrifice a good point. the wins. He has proven that time and time again over the last couple of seasons. He the, learned from his mistakes. It's also the Andrew Friedman factor, and I drafted this guy, I would like to say him out properly yeah it's and like, you uh, need it's a vanderbilt like a, pitcher on the roster for the playoffs vandy a vandy boy a vandy you always boy. gotta have a vandy boy last one before we uh wrap this thing up trace thompson does he make it through with the current crop of players does he get through does he make it into the postseason yes one thousand billion percent yes he should be the starting center fielder cody's not gonna like you he might block you yeah, is this true cody if he could read he would block <laughs> you so fast 
Oh, uh, are they talking about another Cody? There's more Codys in the world? We have a Cody, yeah. Dude, that guy really doesn't like me. It's uh, not that I don't like him. It's just, you know, do better. You know, Cody, go- if it makes you feel any better, he called you wishy-washy in 2018. Uh-huh. I was right. He had an outlier in 2019. What did he win in 2019? He didn't washy. Yeah, he didn't washy. <laughs> I don't know. He was real wishy, and then he was washy for a few months. It's been well reported on. That's our new segment, Wishy or Washy. Uh, Trace Thompson stays. I mean, he would have to absolutely implode over the next few weeks to not earn a roster spot. I think just the meteoric rise, all the defense. I mean, it looks seems to me, I'm not in the clubhouse, but it seems like he's a very well-regarded character in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Plus, getting to see Clay Thompson in a Dodgers hat come playoff time, rooting for the Dodgers actively, hopefully with his close friend Steph Curry. That is just chef's keys. Oh, I can't wait for Steph Curry wearing the Dodgers hat during the playoffs. Oh, oh I'm so stoked it's for that. Beautiful. It's like Juan Soto wearing the Dodgers jersey yeah. when in the, the you're, he was you're really, Trey. You're really going to miss out. <laughs> well, you know, guys, <laughs> if, How Trace, so? if Trace Thompson doesn't make this uh, postseason roster, then uh, I'm boycotting everybody. Ever. Don't you really kind of do that? Yeah, yeah that's true, guys. It's Thanks like for joining boycott. us today, both of you guys. I appreciate you, as always, for being here. Thank you guys so much for watching and being a part of this. As you do every week, don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below. You'll get to see us. You'll get to see Doug. You'll get to see... Uh, that's it. Just us and Doug. Two yeah. most important things in life. Guys, don't forget to jump in the comments section, though. Let us know what you think. Is Craig Kimbrell staying in as the closer? Who would you want closing games? What position player isn't making it to October? Your ideal playoff rotation... And sound off on Let Him Play Our DFA. We'll see you next week. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 